Welcome to What's a Beautiful Life Anyway. I'm your host, Jill Bennett. This is the channel that shares ideas to help you live your best life. Because life can be beautiful if you live consciously. Welcome to this week's edition of What's a Beautiful Life Anyway. I'm absolutely delighted today to have with me Humaira Cox. Humaira is uh, the founder of Explore Your Destiny. She is a rapid transformation therapist, an NLP practitioner and an MBIT coach. Welcome, Humaira. Thank you. Hello. Really lovely to have you here with us today. Now, Humaira is a bit... um, nervous so but you're going to be fabulous so don't even think about it you'll be fine um this podcast is all about living your best and your most beautiful life and to do that it's key that we feel we deserve a good life um and many people don't even if they couldn't actually voice that they couldn't actually say that they don't feel they deserve it or they don't recognize that that's what they're thinking. It could be completely unconsciously. Why is that? Um, that often comes from our childhood. Um, we have a block, and all these blocks um, are in our subconscious mind. And when um, a, a trigger is uh, set, um, anything that happens while we're um, you know, living our daily life, our uh, sub, our mind goes to our subconscious and there's a trigger there and that trigger then goes back normally to our childhood anything between the age of two to ten or even um older than that so um we quite coughed, often call that self-sabotage so we've heard that we've acquired it way back and um it just keeps clicking into our head every single time And it just stops us. It's like that little monkey on our shoulder that tells us that, oh, do you know what? You're not good enough. You don't deserve it, you know. And you heard that when you were um, a child. From It doesn't necessarily mean you heard it from your parents. It could have been uh, something that happened um, from school, parenting, from, you know, anything. Yeah. So a peer group or... Yeah. You know, something I say often on this on this podcast is that parents do the best they can with the tools that they have at the time. So sometimes, you know, we we all, especially my age group, heard messages as a child that money doesn't grow on trees and I'm not made of money. And you have to work really hard to to get money into your life, which we know all of those are untrue. Um, But our parents didn't do it to be spiteful or to harm us. But those messages can really have an effect on you as you as you are an adult. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, um, parents went along with what they knew, what their parents taught them, and their parents yeah. taught them. And the world has changed. You know, we've we can gain knowledge from the internet. We can read loads. There's so many self help books as well. In those times, there wasn't, and nobody heard of. Uh, you know the limited uh, not a lot of people heard of limited beliefs and language can really affect um, the children you know when we say to our kids oh god tidy your room up you're so lazy that word lazy is connected with procrastination but you're not lazy you just don't like doing it a lot of us don't like doing it yeah yeah and 
I know when I when my children were young, I was taught to try and um, separate the behavior from the person. So instead of saying you're stupid or you're lazy, you would say, well, that was a silly thing to do. Not your stupid, but that was a silly thing to do. Or, well, you know, it makes you look as if you could be lazy or it's lazy not to tidy your room rather than throwing it on the child. But again, it's easier with hindsight to, to, to think of how you can say those messages. But in the moment as a, as a parent, when you're confronted with a bedroom that maybe you cleaned the day before and suddenly it's completely trashed, it's really hard to think in the moment of the correct way of phrasing something. Oh, absolutely. I mean, parents these days are under so much stress mm. uh, with COVID, with um, children's mental health. You, we don't know if, I mean, when uh, my son was younger, I was like, um, is there something wrong or is this just a part of growing up? you know, um, having tantrums and everything like that. So it is really difficult. It's what I think everybody says it's a difficult job, you know, got to look out for them and uh, trying to understand what is happening as well. And there is a massive age gap between us and our children as well. So the way we were brought up, the way we were, we saw life is no longer the same. So everything around us and them are constantly changing yeah so so, um, I I would always say to parents look don't be so hard on yourself you know um it's what we call it's not permanent it will pass but we there are children out there that really do need um a lot of um help advice and families you know parents as well which is perfect you know which is fine it's not um as anything I think sometimes quite often we feel um in order to get help um we feel like a failure ourselves if we go out and get help which is not true because mm. the never do or or read a book uh on self-help on um you know or just get some help and advice there's no shame in it and we do think that quite often and so- I think being a parent you're right is one of the hardest jobs you'll ever have and I know when I was a pet, when mine were younger, I'm still a parent, um, I, I did a couple of parenting courses because yeah. I wouldn't do a job without learning how to do a job. And to me, being a parent was that really important job. Himera, tell us what sort of people do you help? I help them a range. I help children um, and adults. Um at the moment, I've been working with children um, from the age of 10 right up to 16 with um, anorexia, um, eating disorders, depression, um, as well as suicidal thoughts as well. Mm. Uh, with adults, um, it's more anxiety. Um, children also anxiety as well because they're, they're suffering quite a bit and a lot of confusion with children as well. Adults are confused as well. Yes. Um, yeah um with adults it's also uh weight issues um yeah depression anxiety uh very very low self-esteem as well I think the key key thing is um quite often we just don't feel good enough so we're constantly saying the word I'm worthless I'm not good enough um and we need to change that language to say I am worth it and I am good enough yeah so the key thing is uh, first is working on people's self-esteem 
Um, I work on addiction as well, drinking, uh, smoking as well. But again, it always boils down to uh, the low, low self-esteem language we say to ourselves as well. Yeah. What is RTT? Well, what RTT is, and I I use this on myself because I I had therapy three, four years ago and it just unfortunately wasn't working um, from um, quite a and also it was taking way, way too long. So uh, I just happened to Google and it came up with Marissa Pierce. And uh, I thought, OK, you know, I'll, I'll see what this is like. And, and within 90 minutes, um, it was quite shocking how I managed to get to um, a, a issue problem that I had that was really blocking me and stopping me from um living you know the life I should be living Mm. was holding me back and I didn't even realize at the time what was holding me back but when I got to the root cause of it uh, I was quite really shocked how I was empowered and how everything had been lifted off my shoulders you know so um RTT is um it's the um it's contains hypnosis uh, and it's all the good parts to hypnosis. And um, we go back uh, to the childhood. Your mind, your clever little mind will take you wherever it's, uh, it needs to go to, uh, to the event where you first had that issue. And we, um, it's all about empowering people. It's finding it, um, the emotional link and the issue. So we always have to go to the root cause um it's not something that used to go a little plaster on top and hope it'll go away and it's it's not about sticking a plaster on um the top because it's um you have to get those emotions out no matter what yeah and when you get them out then the sense of freedom there is a sense of uh, a massive weight has been lifted and allowing that yeah and that they are the empowerment it's about empowering people to um look at their past and say okay you know that was me when I was six seven eight and that's not me now I'm an adult or um I'm even with children you know you're you're 15 years old you're now completely different to when you were seven whatever you did or five so it's um and it's fast it's rapid because let's face it we don't I don't fancy my personally have time to go every week to a therapist and I'm not discrediting anybody uh, for years and years so um, quite often a lot of people they don't have the time to do that but the effect is um, absolutely you know amazing and awesome so within one session for me I was just like really shocked how it uh, you know worked and it empowered me to you know yeah, that empowered me to become a therapist. So I thought, oh. Which is amazing. And I hear that from a lot of people who had uh, rapid transformational therapy and then went on to become a therapist. And what's an MBIT coach? I don't think I've heard of an MBIT coach before. MBIT is something I trained last year uh, with a lovely guy called Chris Bell. Uh, he lives in Bristol. And um, I actually didn't know what it quite was when I did the uh, course. I thought, oh, I just, you know, I roughly know what it was. So um, 
it's about it talks about our three intelligence we have three intelligence and that is our head intelligence our heart and our gut and um basically um we need to either connect them together we need um make them work for us so our heart could be saying something else our gut is our intuition so um it could be saying something else you know when we get that gut intuition that is um our gut has a, a memory as well and our heart has a memory so it's an emotion in our heart and our mind is for thinking and learning so when they're not connected our head starts saying you know that don't do this you're an idiot what are you doing but our heart is for purpose and our heart is saying i want to uh you know maybe become an artist but my head is saying don't be ridiculous you're not, not any good at it or i want to be a doctor or i want to be something but because from our childhood we've been kind of told this is the way the path so and our gut intuition is so important because that um helps us guide us is you know is that gives us guidance uh to also um help us reconnect and uh, be we have to be one we cannot just have a head space we've got to have a heart space and a, a health space some people call it um and I, I quite like this um uh, a mindset a heart set um a soul set and a health set so our soul could be spiritual set yeah uh, and when you combine all those your health as well you are then um i i, I call it living a very purpose of life, living a good life, you know, and um, moving on from the past into the now and living the more now. And I think... But what does, does is MBIT, is it an acronym? Does it, does it say, uh, is it short for something? It's M-Brain. M-Brain. Oh, M-Brain, yeah, okay. M-Brain, yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's, oh, it's very, very interesting. Yeah, I, because I, there's not many therapies I haven't heard of. <laughs> it's more for coaching as well you know and I I just think um it'd be lovely if our politicians could actually listen from their hearts you know yes uh, their heads or uh yeah I think um when um uh, I think a lot of leaderships as well um a lot of CEOs leaderships are now recognizing mental health in a workplace that they just cannot treat their staff like robots and um you know and make them sit their work 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 which I used to do it didn't do me any good it may benefit the company but me personally it didn't um it damaged my health as well in the process so we need leaderships leaders to recognize that person in front of you is a human being they have a personal life and that personal life can you know you can't just leave it at the door and it can affect you at work as well so um combining rtt nlp as well there are parts of nlp that is fantastic which i love um and the mbit is giving the person a whole um the body the mind and the soul we call it yes yeah, that's a great idea. It's a great idea. Now, how I like to sometimes think about the way people work, it, we all know what a thermostat thermostat does. So we have our central heating and someone opens the door and cold air comes in and the thermostat kicks in because the temperature's dropped and it will work. Your heating will come on until it brings you back up to the level you set your thermostat at. 
And many people will start to be successful in an area of their life. Maybe it's building a business. Maybe it is um, a level of fitness, a level of income, or even weight loss. But something will happen, kick in, when they reach their goal, and they will immediately drop back. So I've heard people talk about reaching an income goal, but then suddenly something happens, things start going wrong, and they either give the money away or they have major disaster on their home and they have to spend it, or they have to take time off work and their income drops again to the level they've always been at. Um, You find this actually with lottery winners. So people might win millions on the lottery, but within a few short years, that money's gone and they are back to the situation they were in prior to their win, prior to their win. So why is that happen happening and how could you help someone? It's, it's self-sabotage. Um, it's also they don't believe that they deserve it because, again, from the childhood, uh, we were quite often... Um, you know, we heard from, you know, everywhere from television, from our environment that, um, you know, you, you will never be uh, wealthy. You will never, um, you know, be, um, um, you always be the same weight and you have a, 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 a what is it, a DNA, um, you know, your, yeah, your, it's in your genes. Your <laughs> genes. Yeah, your mother was like this, your father was like this, you yeah. know. Yeah. And in our family, no one's ever had an office yes. job. Everyone's always had a manual job. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, um, also, it's if if we succeed and our family hasn't, then um, we have this thing in us saying that um, I would lose them. Basically, I wouldn't. Um, they would want to know me. They, you know. So yeah. we ourselves in doing that, and it's like um, I've had many people say, "Look, I've lost all this weight, but my person." And somebody goes, "Oh, your personality's changed." It hasn't really. You've just lost uh, weight. But when you hear that enough times, you believe it. Yeah. So, and that's a key thing. We we believe it. So in order what Adi d- does really well, we have to change that belief. So we have to change that language. First, acknowledge it where you first heard it from. And then we start um, changing that language. That, yes, we do um, uh, have, a you know, every uh, right to you know, be a millionaire or be a billionaire or be, you know, happy. Uh, They don't deserve to be happy because their parents either might not be happy or, you know, things. So, um, yeah, it's a a it's all to do with a lot to do with our belief system. And we need to, yeah, help. I I help people change that belief so they can uh, lose weight and sustain that way. I've been there myself where I reached it and then I've gone back again. Yeah. now that I know how it all works and how the mind and the habits, those habits work as well, then I can say, oh, you become self-aware. Yeah. And you does become self-aware. When you see that cake, you become self-aware and you realise that you are in control, not somebody else. And I, uh, quite a few people find that um, hard to believe that you can control your thoughts and your habits. Um so I can say to myself, right, um, uh, I choose not to eat that cake, but I can have it in two weeks' time when I'm going out. And it empowers you because then you think, oh, I'm in control. Yeah. Go ahead and we all go, oh, no, 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 go and just have that. 
you know, but if you take control of that language and your uh, thoughts, then your feelings and your actions will follow. Yeah. So that, that, yeah, and that's what we work on a lot in changing that. Hmm. Well, that's good. So I know you love to help people get unstuck so that they can move on with their lives in whatever area it is. Um, and you also work on helping people setting goals um, so that they've got some purpose. How do you do that? Yes, um, because quite often people are doing things that they um, don't really want to do, but they got into that area because it just happened or from school or from, you know, parents or from families and things like that. Uh, I was an accountant for uh, 30 years and I knew it was, I I didn't enjoy it as Mm. much, but I got stuck. I got trapped because it brought in money. And um, I didn't know what my purpose was. So um, I had to find what my purpose was. And it just happened to come along when um, I knew it was um, I wanted to help people. I knew it was in that area, but I I didn't know how because I didn't want to become a doctor. And it's like that's that seven years of study. For me, it was like that's a bit too late. So what else um, could I do um, that um, could kind of been that way and that was become a therapist so um uh I just love what I do it's it's uh, so much more fulfilling and to helping other people to see them move on as well yeah. it's, it's important to find your purpose and that purpose I do honestly believe comes from the heart and not the head um the countess came from the head because or when you're an accountant you earn lots of money and all this kind of stuff and yes I'm not saying that doesn't happen I'm not saying that at all but um it's um I think in that I procrastinated a lot because it wasn't my purpose so the purpose comes from the heart so it's so important to find that purpose and then start setting goals in how you're going to get there what you're going to do um and have a vision board so and visualize that every uh you know day uh through meditation um after you have an rtt session you get a recording which for adults is anything between 15 to 20 minutes for children it's eight to ten minutes and it's really a deep it's like a deep deep meditation with affirmations in it and um your goal so it's personally to you so you're visualizing whatever you want in life and what uh, and with uh, weight is whatever weight you want to see and how you want to see your body as well. Visualization mm. so is very, very powerful, you know, to um, in order for that to progress. That's how we, that's what I do. Yeah. 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 So with RTT, you are taking people back to try and discover the event that made this particular issue or thermostat or whatever we want to call it um happen it can it I mean how often do you not discover what that trigger is because for some people maybe their minds have completely blocked it out because it was traumatic yes um trauma is more like uh two emotions having on top of each other so um it's the emotions where two uh, major things have happened at the same time and we just can't cope with it. So um, we're always disassociated. We're, we're not like reliving anything. We are, it's like us watching 
ourselves on a movie screen watching mm-hmm. a film. So th- there's not been one time where um, I haven't been able to go there. And your mind, if it doesn't want to go there, it won't go there. It might go to a, another place that also happened, which uh, has, you know, affected you as well. But quite often people will go there because they know they're very comfortable that it's not going to harm them. Now, it, you know, when people start uh, crying and having, you know, and all that, that, that is like super brilliant because we need to show, we need to cry. We Otherwise it affects all our, if we keep that emotion inside of us, it's affecting all our other organs as well. You know, it's, it's in the, sometimes in the gut or, you know, um, I ask somebody, where is that emotion? Sometimes it's in their, their gut, in their stomach. Sometimes it's in their heart. Sometimes it's in their head, you know. So releasing that is very, uh, very important. So, yeah. um, People, there are techniques we've got. We've got quite a lot of techniques where if the memory isn't there, we use another technique to go to that place. So, um, yeah, it's there's quite a few, lots of techniques that we can use because every single person is unique and some people cannot remember. So we use another technique and then we start getting the uh, we, what we call the scenes, uh, what is happening. And so we start to... Uh, going through that we play detective we find it and also they make him i don't actually put anything into anyone's head or anything like that it's they will make the connection it's so important for the client to make that connection see it but uh, it's not my place to say so otherwise i'll be installing that stuff into their head oh well i think it's that no it doesn't work like that so it's very yeah it's very powerful yeah, no, it sounds like it's really, really powerful. Um, I, when you think of disease, it is literally dis-ease. It's your body not being at ease and there'll be some sort of trapped emotion, some event that's happened to you that's made something stay stuck in your body that's affecting your life. Romero, we are running out of time, so maybe you can just tell us you've got a great offer for people listening that they can have a free discovery call with you. So tell us a bit more about that. Yes, um, yeah, um, the discovery call is absolutely free. Um, it can last from anything between 20 minutes to an hour. And uh, from there, then you can make a decision whether you would like to, you know, um, take the session on. And um, then um what I'm also doing is the uh, RTT plus the um, two coaching sessions as well together, because I think it's very important once we empower people so they can be coached afterwards as well. Otherwise, they're like, I don't know what to do now afterwards. It's, you know, yeah, to find them and to, you know, move on as well and help even more with their beliefs and um, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess once you've unstuck one thing, it may well end up that that there's something else there that hasn't quite come out as well. Okay, Mera, thank you so much for talking to us today. We will put all your contact details in the show notes. So if people want to get hold of you, the information will be there. And um, maybe we'll get you on again in the future. It's really lovely to talk to you today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this week's show. Check out all the links to the resources mentioned in today's episode and all my freebies in the show notes. See you next time.